The Zone Coverage Podcast Network. Welcome to another episode of Perk at Pod, where we get up close and personal. <laughs> okay, that's going too far with the perk thing. I'm sorry. The self-promotion, it can go too far sometimes. Let's face it. At least that's my perception. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We get up close and personal. How about that? With Minnesota sports influencers and icons. Today, we're hitting the A button on our controller, if you will. Video gaming. In this particular case, eSports, games like Overwatch, League of Legends, Fortnite, and by the way, that black hole, totally maddening, yet totally mesmerizing. And that's what the best games have been able to do, really, put us in a screen seduction, if you will, a TV trance. It's an industry that's been making money hands over fist, and one that has now been able to really not just integrate with pro sports brands, but to create actual professional esports teams, playing high-stakes games in front of massive crowds, whether it's in person or on Twitch. And it feels like we're really just scratching the surface with all this, which brings me to... Random Ranks. I'll admit, you set me down with a controller. I have to think about the difference between the X button and the Y button. It's not an innate trait I possess. It's not second nature. I grew up in a different era, and yet I still have mass respect and appreciation for the new gen. I'm just saying I'm, I'm pretty old school when it comes to video games. And so let us rank my all-time top 11 video game characters, okay? Let's just run through this list quickly. They don't need a lot of explanation. Number 11, Waluigi. Because if you, I just respect that they went Waluigi after going Wario. I just uh, thought that was epic. Number 10, Crash Bandicoot, easily the best video game name of all time. Number nine from Street Fighter. I loved Ken Masters. Uh, I totally related to number eight from Mike Tyson's Punch Out, Glass Joe. He just, he almost looks like me. Number seven, she's the boss, Miss Pac Man. Number six uh, from Le uh, Legend of Zelda, we're going with Link. Number five, and this is kind of a kid's game, but I, hey, I have kids, and they were all about this game when it was back in the day, and so I'm going from Skylanders, remember that? Stump Smash. Here's the big tree that walked around and just smashed everything. Um, from Red Dead Redemption, number four, Javier Escuela. He just was smarmy enough to, for me to like him. Number three, talk about smarmy from Apex Legends, Mirage, you know him. Um, number two from Pokemon, Beedrill. Just because I, uh, I, I don't know. I just like the thought of a bee with drills. And, uh, and number one for my all-time video game, because I played it the most when I was a kid, is a game called Pitfall. Uh, uh, look it up if, if, if you're not hip to it. It's, it's way old school, but it was a guy running through the jungle and jumping on ropes and you know swinging across alligator ponds and all that stuff. Pitfall Harry, number one. He was just always in peril. Video games have evolved into esports, as I mentioned, in many cases. And here in Minnesota, one of the franchises in town that has adopted its own team is the Minnesota Timberwolves, who have spawned T-Wolves Gaming, joining an existing NBA 2K League as an expansion team. And what a first year it was. Holy cow. We caught up with the flashy star player of the team, a guy who goes by Bear the Beast. That's his on-screen moniker, okay? Bared to Beast. Not too long after T-Wolves Gaming were crowned the NBA 2K League champs in their inaugural season, I got to sit down with Bared to Beast. Here's that interview. Perk Find out what he'll say. Perk Sometimes he's aptly. Perk Who's coming on today? Perk All right, I guess the first question I have for Bared to Beast is... That's what I call you? Or, do, or what do I call you? Bear? Bear to Beast? Do I call you by your real name? Not either or. So uh, everybody, like Bear to Beast is like the, the big title. Um, yeah. But uh, so everybody goes by gamer tag in our community. But Bear is actually my nickname. Like my my whole family, all of my cl uh, close friends, everyone calls me Bear. So okay. that's what I'm used to. All right. But your real name? <laughs> Is Michael Key. Okay, all right. And, and But people still call you that, though, too, right? Or no? Uh, yes. Yeah. So, so, you know, it's, you know, like professors or my teachers, they say, hey, Michael, you know, that okay. type of thing. But uh, all my family members, they everybody calls me Bear. Okay, all right. All right, Bear. Then well, that's what I'm rolling with. Um, and then so, like, how big is family? Like, how, how your immediate family, like, what is what is that situation like? How, all right. Where so, are you coming from? 
big, uh, kind of like a big family, huge family on my dad's side, my mom's side, more small. So my mom has three kids. Okay. Two of them are with my dad, and okay. I have an older brother, and it's uh, another guy is his father. So my mom has three, and my dad has nine. So it's five sisters, and and uh, it's four, it's three brothers, but it's four of us. So it's and then we have, uh, and then we got one of them is more like two more married in but uh so it's, it's really it's a lot of us it's like a big that. family it's a lot of us on my dad's side and then he, in high point north carolina um we have like the hugest like family is is the whites the, the whites the davis it's a huge family in, in north carolina uh in high point so it's it's, it's a huge family on my Got dad's it. side yeah so like reunions it's on like right i mean it's just it's just like bring, <laughs> yeah it's, you need it's, a lot on the grill when right you, when you see the cookouts on on TV, uh, yeah. that, that's what it looks like. It looks like one of those. I'm feeling it. Okay, so now what's North Carolina like? The, the high point, I've, I've, there's, a lot of, I've, there's a lot of great cities in North Carolina. Do, do you, uh, what, what was your upbringing like? What, um, what, was, what was childhood like for, so, for Bear? Uh, it's really funny, but um, so I'm, I'm mixed. My mom is white and my dad is black. Yeah. So growing up, I'd, I spent all the way until, so up, Early ages, all went to the fifth grade. I lived with my mom. Okay. So now, when I stayed with my mom, it was so. When people ask me like, "Where are you from in North Carolina?" It's like it's hard for me to say because I literally stayed in Durham, Greensboro, High Point, Winston, Davie County, um, so Coolamy, Moxville. Uh, I'm I'm all over. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm all over for for North Carolina. Um, so that's I I kind of rep the state as a whole. But I'm trying to. It was it was so I grew up with my my mom mostly uh through through the fifth grade so it's and it is is really is is really it was it's unique to me in ways to say it so complicated it, it is so my um my you would associate or if you go by stereotypes so like my mom grew up more in the quote-unquote the neighborhood okay. so it, my mom grew up more in the city and, and she's she's the she's the white girl so it's like uh and we're surrounded by all black people so and then i go stay with my dad from fifth grade up until college and my dad is the guy and we're out here with the cows in the countries we're in the sticks we're in the country so it's is it was different so it's like you know i'm, I'm with and and like i said i'm mixed so it's is is it was very unique upbringing, very very unique, very different. But that's that's I would imagine that's great. You get the best of both, right? I mean, you kind of that's it makes you kind of cross cultural and and really kind of like broadens your whole perspective, right? Exactly. So yeah. one of my biggest things is um, like right racism and things like that is. It's, it's I'm I'm not like I'm I'm huge on it as far as like I don't I don't oversell it don't overdo it but uh, a lot of people hear me talk and and they assume like some of the things I say I don't care if I cross a line if as far as like saying um, things about white culture or black culture I don't live both I am both so I accept it I embrace it if you don't like what I say on on culture I, I don't care because it's it's not something I haven't lived before so. It's um, but it's more so. I, I'm huge on trying to, you know, we're we're all one race. So it's it's we're all humans at the end of the day. That's yeah. that's like my biggest thing. And I get to see both cultures. I get to see the wrongs in the white culture. I get to see the wrongs in the black culture. I see the love from the white culture. I see the love from the black culture. Yeah. So, um, I, I I see it all, and I've 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 experienced it. I've 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 seen so much that is um. I mean, it's it's. I mean, it's a blessing to actually go through and live that because a lot of people don't they don't get to experience both sides of the fence they only see one side of the fence and their views are you know they come from strictly just that yeah i was blessed to, to see both sides and now you got a platform i mean you know what i'm saying now now you're actually out there and it's, and and you're a thing <laughs> exactly so now like it's it's you know you you, you get that platform and people want to hear a lot of 2k whenever i get that chance to, to speak on equality and things like that um i i I do so uh is and and not just with black and white it could be you know asian hispanics whatever sure. whatever whatever the case may be like like i said we're, we're all one well your t-wolves gaming squad just alone i mean is a pretty good is, is a pretty good mix am i right you're absolutely right yeah. uh, so i talked to one thing i wore shoes then and it's just i don't i don't go out my way to do it and 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 i wore shoes they, they said equality on it i seen them I, I had to buy them i seen quality on the bottom of them like air force ones and it said equality i'm like man these things are awesome. Like I'm, I might wear them one time and and go frame one of them and just put it up. Like it's I I represent like I, I like what it represents. So we have a uh, we have a Spanish guy on our team. We have 
uh, that's Jay Money. Um, and then we have Nacho. Nacho was kind of like the guys that I was near growing up with my dad. Like it was, it's more so guys in the country, yeah. uh, more type of farmers. That's that's like JoJo. So JoJo was like Nacho was just that. It, it, it's it's crazy because Nacho's a bigger guy, and he might be one of the guys that people may try to make fun of or something like that. And 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 he he embraces who he is, and uh, he he accepts that, and he just rolled with it. So He's got you, a good brand. It's it's amazing. So a lot of guys like uh, they they may they may say, hey man, I look a, I look a certain way, and people may try to make fun of me for it. And he's just like, so what? I can I can crack jokes with anybody in the world. I go back and forth. I go toe to toe, joke for joke. I don't care what you got to say. So it's to to have him on the team, and then we have JoJo, and he's more of like a he's more like a country boy, just like converting to the to the city. So it's like he's it's like one of his first times really coming to the city and you could see him like his country ways and him converting into the city and to me it was like growing up with my dad and my mom being in the city so it's like I could see a, I could see a lot of myself and some of the things that he's enjoying and, and that type of thing and then we have turn up a black guy he's he's from uh, LA right yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. so and then what's feast feast is actually I want to we joke with him a lot we we say he's a uh, Ukrainian, but I think he's from uh, Europe. I, I want to say, uh, I, I believe so. It's, it's I think it's so overseas. Yes, yes, <laughs> that's yes, what we're going it, with. Exactly. So it's it's a it's a nice like yeah, culture group. Yeah, and it obviously it obviously paid huge dividends at the at the recent NBA 2K championships. And and before we get into that, just first of all, just a blanket congratulations because I know how hard you guys worked and, and what it. you guys went through. And, and you talked about the roller coaster to me earlier, but yeah. like, so how did you grow up? Like, played were you were video games always just huge for you? Like when when did you start getting like lost in that world? Okay, so the whole so I grew up with my mom. So mm-hmm. and it was my older brother, um, and his name is uh, so it's Derek. So I grew up with my older brother, and he my older brother would always he always played games, and so would have been my older brother. It was like always my biggest influence when I was younger. Yeah. So. He would always play, and, and his, I tell this story. What was he uh, playing? He p- always played Madden, and he always played 2K. Okay. Um, and we would play, uh, it's, this is a long time ago, we would play, like, WWE would play, like, No Mercy on Nintendo 64, and we played double a lot of 007. So um, I'm, like, seven years younger than, than my uh, older brother. So at the time, I'm, like, you know, seven, eight, he's 14, 15, and now I, I get it now that I'm older, but at the time, I'm like, man, why do these guys never want me to play with them? And it's like, I'm always, like, he would bring his friends over, and I only thing I want to do is just play the game with him, and I'm absolutely horrible. I'm horrible at this stage, um, but the only thing I want to do is play with him, so it's, they would never let me play, never let me play, and it was one of those points to where it's like, I would have to go beg my mom to, like, allow me to play the game with them like just give me one chance just give me one shot and I, I prove you wrong and um you know throughout the years they end up eventually letting me play but that that them, them years of three four years in a row to where they would never let me play with them and I'm sitting outside his room he would have to lock the door and I just beat on it for two three hours <laughs> like come on man let me play let me. I'm in the house and nothing else to do they stay up late it's like they're the cool kids you know they go play ball during the day and when they come home they're up to four or five o'clock in the morning they're on the game yeah. so before gaming was like really big mm-hmm. my older brother was kind of like he kind of like introduced me to it and he he always played the game. He was up late, so I thought it was like super cool. So I always was into it from like seven, eight years old, just seeing my older brother play. And then I I, I moved with my dad, and um, I I started to get into like real sports. So I was I played football. I was terrible, absolutely terrible at football. Huh. And and then I fell in love with basketball. So okay. my dad is well. I mean, North Carolina that's a, that's a hotbed down there. Yes, right? yes, everybody can play. So it's really hard to you know get seen out there. So. Uh, I grew up and I started growing up with my dad and it's uh, he doesn't really care for the game so he's like uh, you know we'll get outside we'll play a lot of sports and uh, so that's that's kind of like really the gist of it but it was it mostly started with my brother and and then when I got my dad that's when like the real sports came into play and and my dad was he never he never was the dad to tell me like uh, you play that game too much too much screen time yeah get off the game but um, and that that was never it because I was always active so it, it to me was go out, you know, go to school, and as soon as I get out of school, three o'clock, go play ball until eight, and then stay up from eight to one, eight to two, and play the game. So yeah. it was, 
and you know get four or five hours of sleep which is bad but it's like <laughs> it's awful it's terrible <laughs> but it's like um i mean it paid off so it's like and i was doing something i love to do so it was it was like all right forget it like i'm if you want something bad enough then do you play high school basketball i did i play high school basketball and okay. it's a crazy story behind it um ninth grade i was so in, in middle school it was you know you like you when junior like middle school you don't really start playing until seventh eighth grade like school sports yeah, yeah, yeah. public school for where we're at um so sixth grade i was playing at like the recreation center and i was we won a championship really good team so going into seventh grade year i was supposed to be like that one of the one of the hottest kids coming up in our, in our town so uh, seventh grade came and um i was always undersized and i knew all of the guys in the town small town um, we only had one high school I played my seventh grade year and um, I didn't get a lot of playing time. And it was, I was really small. And these guys, and some of the guys on the team, I mean, they were good. They were, yeah, yeah. They were good. And they, I competed with them. And um, we can go play. We, we all grew up together. So we'd go play at the park. I kill them. I kill them. I huh. could compete with them. I go in and I go inside and I, we go into the gym. And they kill it, you. It was, it was more so as if like uh, I would see them. I would see coach liking them more and it was me was a terrible attitude growing up that's one of the reasons why i moved from with my mom to my dad and growing up my attitude was just absolutely horrible so that that's like like i would have a ter- and, and and being around a team you you just can't have that bad apple so i was terrible attitude seventh grade ended up not liking uh the situation i was in for the basketball team and i don't move with my mama and uh and my mom didn't have that same like my dad is like, you gonna play. I don't care if you fourth string on on running back in football. You are gonna play. I don't care. You just get out there and play. You don't quit. So my mom is more so like, you know, you don't want to do it. You ain't got to do it. Huh. So I moved my mom in eighth grade, and I did a lot of moving back and forth growing up. So I moved my mom in eighth grade, and I ended up it didn't uh it didn't work out for me to play ball there. I came back with my dad in the ninth grade. I made it. So we had a freshman team, and I I did really great freshman. And then tenth grade came and I I was playing ball and attitude the attitude problem flare Uh-oh. flare back up so it's the same guys again it's a lot of these guys I know and I remember a specific stories name is Jamal and uh, he was telling me like he 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 told me man your attitude's terrible he's one of my best friends yeah he, he told me walking from the park said your attitude's terrible but you could play why'd you have such a bad attitude <clears throat> oh man just big personality or what you just had a lot of passion a lot of or just or or, or were you kind of <clears throat> or, or, or were you sort of like problematic problematic right? I would say yeah. problematic right. I would say so it's a lot of things I had to learn from um yeah. it was it was more so of me. I'm at that point in my. I was at a point in life, and I'm like, man, things aren't fair. It's not fa- life's not fair. Like, uh-huh. why isn't why why don't I have the same opportunity as somebody else? Why why is like why isn't everything equal type of thing? Okay. And and if it if it wasn't equal, <clears throat> and it got to me, it would just tear me apart. <clears throat> That's why the equality issue means so much to you now. All right, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. So um, one that another incident. Coach threw me in. Ten seconds left on the clock. I ran in a game. I missed a board. He called a timeout. This was fourth quarter. He called a timeout. It's two seconds left. Sub me out. Got like four seconds of playing time. Ouch. He was like, yeah. So he, it's a he, real stinger. Um. So he, he just, you know, he just gave me a good jab. And now I look back on it. I don't, I don't regret anything anybody has ever done. I appreciate it. Whatever, you, whatever you've done to me, I appreciate it because I, I took it to heart and I used it as motivation. Um. Isn't I, that, isn't that the truth? I mean, sometimes you got to use, use these things to your advantage, right? You, you look back and, and when that happens, like you say, they're stingers and they, they hurt. And, and, but then if you, if you let those fuel you it can take you to to some good spots maybe if you use the right way you know what i'm saying yeah you're absolutely right yeah so the i use his motivation but he subbed me out i took my jersey off 10th grade year i walked out the gym terrible attitude terrible for my team and i still didn't have the best attitude so since i quit and walked out my 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 10th grade year i wasn't eligible to play my junior year that's that's the school rule so if you quit you can't play the next season that 11th grade year um, I went and played in like a – I went back and played in the same – it's called the Brock. Everybody from David County know the Brock. I went and played in the Brock League, and I was averaging like 35, 40 points. And I'm just – I was trying to prove a point. I'm just killing everybody we play. And I'm like, I can compete at, at for, for our varsity team. I can do it. So as I went to prove a point in my, my senior year, it was more of a wake-up call for me. So uh, I got the – a lot of – we had wake, we had Coach Everett, um, Coach Absher, Coach Miller – uh, one of my coach, uh, Coach Dinkins, is a lot of people I remember, but um, they they had they started to tell me and and, and mold me because um, I my dad is probably the biggest example in my life. So it gets to a point though to where 
you just heard so many lessons from your father that it's just like, ah, I've heard this story before, I heard this story before. Whether he's telling me right or wrong, he was always telling me the right way to do it and the right way to go and the way to fix my attitude. And I would never act that way towards him. But when I would get around other people, then I would tend to show out. So I had a chance to play varsity basketball, but it was the longest tryout I've ever had. Tryouts last two weeks, two and a half weeks. Jeez, what happened? This that's normal. So two and two weeks, two and a half weeks. I guess that's they, some people do like three days tryouts. But you it, make the team. I did. So I ended up making the team. And coach told me, uh, Coach Aftry, you you on the team? He said, uh, but I'm not dealing with your attitude at all. I'm not gonna put up with it. You're not gonna ruin this team, and and you gonna uh, you you're gonna play the right way. He specifically it was three people in the room. He said it's two on three. Got to vote. I don't. I didn't want you here. Um, and I, I mean, that's the realest thing somebody could say to me is, I mean, he's straightforward, he's blunt, and I just, I respect him for it. And it's two out of three, uh, don't want you here, these two do. And and I mean, I still respect him so much to this day because he actually gave me an opportunity. Now we have, the, he coached the same boys, the, the just the Caleb uh, Caleb and Cody Martin, they're from my they're from my town, they just got drafted to Charlotte Hornets. He's the same coach that coached them. But um, hmm. I had a tryout from first day of tryout to the last game of the season at any point I could have been cut if I if I didn't work hard a day in practice if I if I didn't if I if there's any point in any time that I felt like I was I was going to be the guy I was before it it was done so that right there like taught me like a life lesson as far as uh quitting and and having that mentality of uh pushing through and trying to get rid of that 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 bad stigma stigma of, of you have an attitude problem then I ended up going to play college ball and where Piedmont International University. So it was, okay. P- it was Piedmont Baptist College. My dad, growing up, I wasn't huge into church. And um, my dad ended up getting into it more and more. And and uh, so he, we would go to church. But it, it probably really changed my life when I got to Piedmont Baptist College. It was just Piedmont International now. So I never had that before. I never had it's, – it's a genuine group. Genuine. It was small school, something that I needed. Uh, so it could be – Bear could be a – big fish in a little pond type of thing if I went to a, a school uh ended up having a chance to go to Gardner Webb and play D1 and um I didn't take it because Piedmont was Piedmont was so good to me my first year it was like I'm, I finally got a chance to showcase I, I did great um I, I played well I'm all American and it's like I'm like man this is this is awesome like this is amazing feeling for people to love me and it was a small environment to classrooms 13 14 people so they can the teachers can really get hands-on really small yes it's really small so it's it's it's, the teachers can get hands-on and probably one of my favorite women in the world now is my my teacher miss richards like she i mean it was i I never had that like my my grandparents passed away when i was young so never had that that grandma feeling so she would pull me to the side and just you have so much potential and and you can you can be whoever you want to be in this world like you have passion you have desire um but the biggest issue with you is going to be yourself the man in the mirror is going to be your biggest enemy Mm -hmm. um so she gave me a lot of she would give me she would give me a lot of those uh speeches and and is she would call me out and she would would not accept anything lord and to be in her class and it was it was she held me to expectations that I didn't believe I can achieve and uh, she, every time I have a meeting with her we sit down and, and, and after she did the smallest thing that had mean the world to me she would sit down she would pray with me and mm-hmm. and having having like those memories to me is just having having like pee my in my corner and and being around people that were a lot different than, than what I was like growing up so I, I grew up with I mean, all kind of people. Just, but just, these, but these Piedmont, they were really good influences on you. Huge influence. Right. These people are, man. I, I used to try to go find things wrong in their life because they seem so perfect. I'm like, these people have to be faking. There's no way all of these people are acting this way. Like, you, I'm like, you're, you're, compl- you're, you're putting on an act. Like, I'm like, you're acting. This is, this is not genuine. And you know, you go to a school for, you know, four to five years. You're like, they're the same people. You're like, man, these people are genuine kind-hearted people so awesome. it's it's uh so i really found uh and one of the guys that actually led me to i wanted i mean i always believed in christ but it was more so of learning when to sacrifice and uh is in and having that true love for him his name was henry he actually came to the 2k league game and I, cool. I his, his super cool moment for me but he i want to say this guy probably actually led me to christ and it's that that from that point on i could say that that those p my years that's when I kind of started to change it around as far as attitude and, 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 and mentally. 
That's one of the great things about going to college. A lot of people say, yeah, college is overrated, but now it seems like so often that's where, where people really get shaped. You know what I'm that's, saying? It's, I would always tell people that you go to college and they're like, ah, oh, you went to college and you're still not smart. And it's like, uh, it's like one of the things for college is that more, I appreciate the education, but the experiences, yeah, the things that so you learn. much, so much. So when did it, when did it go from when did it go from like basketball to video games? Okay. I mean, when did video games become the thing for you? And so, when when did that get like like serious? Because I would imagine shortly after that, or around there, or it's, what? it's right around that time. And okay. so it's um, I started college in two uh, two thousand. I graduated two thousand ten. I mm-hmm. took like a semester off, and I started in, it was about a year off really. So I took I went took a semester off and, and started about 2011 and then um it's about 2012 is I I was really into college and I started playing video games though in like 2015 heavily so we were uh, I want to say my freshman year I was playing ball my sophomore year my actually yes I played ball at Piedmont my sophomore year and I always played the game I could I was always better than everybody in my city anybody that wanted to play I play anybody in my city and then I, I was in college. Anybody at my school that wanted to play the game, I was, I was better than those guys. So I knew that I can play. And then I went to Florida my junior year, Clearwater Christian, another Christian college. It was actually our rivals, Clearwater Christian College. And I, I played there and, and had a good moment against Piedmont because we, we actually played against Piedmont. So it was our rival school, and it was uh, a whole story behind that. But uh, we uh, – so it's – I went to Clearwater and I and I was I'm in Florida and I'm you know I'm playing against people in Florida and I'm beating everybody in Florida so it's like you know I'm pretty good at these games and a lot of people would like like hey man I, I'm good at this they oh I got a buddy that you know that'll kill you in 2K so they would always refer him to me and I play everybody so then I came back to I was at Florida my junior year and I talked to Dr. Pett and Dr. Pett was like I it's one of another great guys in my life that's, that's just, I mean, he's absolutely amazing. I can, nothing that he does, I mean, I don't see anything that he could do that's wrong. Like, he's just one of those guys I thought that was faking it. Like, this, and yeah. then I, you know, I get to meet him and he tell me, like, man, you have like a, you have something about you that like people, people like, they'll flock to you. They, they will, they will listen to you for some reason. Don't know what it is, but you have <laughs> leadership qualities and if you use it in yeah. the right way, you can be like a, a huge inspiration. So he was, I want you to come back to Piedmont and he won't he want me to use, you know, say gifts or whatever you want. He want me to use it for, for, for Christ. So he's like, you come back to Piedmont and I'm gonna help you go play ball overseas. That's the greatest thing that I can hear, you know, coming from my whole situation in high school, nobody ever like really giving me a shot to really showcase my talent. Kids, they say you tell a kid and go overseas. And I'm like, man, so he hired a guy to just completely break down my film and, and cut highlight tapes and just strictly record me at Piedmont. So it was, I came back to Piedmont for my senior year and I was, this was the best season I was having. I was averaging like 27 a game and I tore my ACL. So I, and this was long story behind this, but the cutoff to get a medical red shirt is six games. I played seven games. <laughs> oh man. So I played, yeah. I played 56, 52 seconds until my seventh game. So I couldn't get a medical red shirt. Oh, so, dude. so basketball career was over. So over. it's, um, I, I could have rehabbed and, and tried to, you know, still go take the, the route to go overseas. And, um, this, that's one of those things where I'm like, it's just not fair, but I don't dealt with it all my life at this point. So it's like, you know, let's just keep it rolling. So, but the, the video game came inside of it about my my so this was my senior year and it's I think it was 2k16 they had a or it was 2k17 actually okay. they had a 2000 they had one in 2k16 but i really took it like seriously 2k17 where it was uh it was you know it's 2016 at the time they always had a game a year ahead but yep. it's um so it's it's like um they had 250,000 tournament for what we do to pro-am that what you see us play now for NBA 2K League. And they had a $250,000 tournament. And I'm like, man, I know I'm really good. Only thing I need to do is just get some people to play. So I just rounded up my my point guard from a college team, my cousin, my my brother. Um, it was me. And then we threw one guy in. Uh, his, one, one guy's name, his, his name is Claymore, but he, we, we threw him in from uh, – he was a big Call of Duty guy, but he, you know, he played 2K with us. But we we threw him in, and only thing I needed you to do is stand in the corner and knock down a shot, and we, and we gonna win two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Cool, I signed up for it, so we got him on, we got him on board, and um, that's when I really started playing. They had it was two hundred fifty thousand dollar giveaway for the champion with my cousin, my point guard, my brother, yep. random guy we met online. 
we went all the way to the so they got you know Xbox PS4. We went all the way to the Xbox Championship. If we would have won the Xbox Championship, that flew us out to New Orleans, and we would have competed against this guys that's in the league now. We'd have competed Dev Goss and Moody. And it was throwdown, but we'd have, we'd have competed against those guys for two hundred fifty thousand. So at that point, I'm like, I started. I'm I'm getting into it more. I'm like, I just. I'm not realizing what I've done. I'm like, it's 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 me, and I just threw together these guys. Yep. I'm playing with these guys, and these guys. I'm like, where's this guy from? This guy is from Texas. This guy's from New York. This guy's from Georgia. I'm like, so y'all like put together a super team, right? The, basically, the, yeah. the best people from all across are getting together, and I'm like, wait a minute, hold on, man. yeah, like like you guys had an advantage on me, so. So to, they win the money. They win the money. and um, But at that point, that's like 2K16, 2K17, I realized that, hey, I, I got a chance. I'm like really good at I'm, this. I'm really good. And, and again, that's another one of these fire lighting moments in your in your life, right? Correct. Where it's just like, all right, now it's on, right? That, that's, that's it. So we, from and it just, it progressed to like 2K18 and... Um, I want to say that's the year the league started. That's so. the league. This, that's, yeah, that's the year the league started. Yep. And then, and then all of a sudden, and you know, at what point do you go? All right, I want to get into this NBA 2K league that's happening now with all the NBA teams that are that are branching off esports that, affiliates. Um, that's like the, as a as a like a, I mean I'm at the time I think I'm 23, 24. I'm you can go play 2K professionally. What like at 17 16 that's not a thing that's not a you know so it's i'm like 23 24 and i'm like man like um when we heard about it, it was coming on i was in like 25 did, did you have a job at this point um no when i was in college i did not work at okay. all so a lot of my friends picked on me because my dad spoiled me but okay. uh no I, I didn't um i didn't have a job and so and like could, this could be my job did, did you think that correct yes i thought that I, i'm like this this could be like this could be huge for me. Like I, I'm, I'm thinking like, man, this this could be amazing. And I just you meant, saw that. You actually saw that. Yeah. You you thought that. Yeah. So the big so, awesome. so the people in the like so we just made it was only I mean we was one of the four out of the four teams standing from champ is two teams on Xbox, two teams on PS4. My team was one of them, and I'm like I have, I have just as good of a chance as anybody else to make this league. They're about to put together 102 people. I'm I'm one out of the twenty that that's you know that's, that's top on the list. So I'm thinking I'm gonna make it. One of those things came again to where I'm is it wasn't I I got snubbed quote unquote that's yeah. what I call it. So I I thought I deserved to make it season one. You weren't drafted basically, and I was not drafted got season it. one. So it's like that it pops up again. It's like dang, life ain't fair. I was in a position to succeed. I thought I was going to succeed. I thought I was meant for it. And um, adversity hit again. Snubbed, not drafted. Do you come back that second year then and get drafted, or is that no? You was this because this, this is the third year now, right? You get did you? So do you get? You didn't get drafted the first year. This you, is the second. Okay, so I didn't get drafted. I, I was snubbed the the first season. Do you keep playing the game? Yeah, you know, quit. So I, okay. I I had the moments in my life to where I quit before, and it's instilled in me now to you don't give up. If, okay. You know, you get knocked down. However many times you you better get up every single time. There's no quitting at this point. So I I, I got snubbed and um, I thought I was one of the top players in the world. And I actually so you have pro am you have NBA 2K League, which is obviously the pinnacle. That's the highest you can play. But in the off season, um, it's kind of like something like to the NBA where they have the Drew League and they have these. You can go play at Rucker Park where the NBA players go play. Is we have off season leagues and I made it to the championship. They had like five championships. I made it to the four out of the five championships. Wow. Clearly that year that I got snubbed, clearly showing that I'm one of the top players in the world and I didn't make it. And one of the reasons I didn't make it was still, but I showed flares of of my attitude and um and this wasn't to no teammates actually got into it with another guy like pretty much online and i'm like uh they, they seen it and it was just one another learning lesson for me so it was uh it was i got snubbed the first season and then it was you know the second season came around and 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 now we're here now we're here and and you get drafted by by t wolves gaming in their expansion inaugural season but there were 10 teams if i'm not mistaken were you 11th overall Right. There were ten teams that passed on Bear to Beast. So, it was. I'm, it's, it's, I, I love saying this one, but it was nine teams. The Warriors did it twice. Okay. <laughs> so, so they're the only team. They had two and ten. Minnesota had eleven. So, I was pro- I was projected to go top ten pick. Um, so I'm 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 supposed to be one of these you know 
highly recruited players. This guy's this guy's going to change the organization. He's going to get there. And he's he's going to be he's going to be great. But the big stigma around me was, can he be a team player? He is a leader, but will he lead your team in the wrong direction? Um, it's a lot of young people in this league. He can make them better. He can make them worse. Is or can he be marketable? Can we sell him? Is is he going to destroy your team brand? Um, those those were the things that were surrounded uh, around my name. So um, I I actually went to the draft. So you know you you the whole process you make it through the combine. No, I watched the draft. I watched the draft online, dude. That was awesome. <laughs> like you were in your suit. Yeah, you're looking fly. Yeah, what yeah, color yeah. was that suit, dude? All white, all white, baby. All yeah, white. yeah, yeah. We, 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 it's, it's showtime. So. <laughs> Yeah, got, got to go out Wait, like that. I thought it was it was all white, but what was the tie? What color was the tie? Do you remember the? I think it was a red bow tie. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, red yeah. vest, red shoes. So yeah, okay. I, so I like the, the the you know offset it with red. Red is my favorite color. But, but you are you are you do not so like your story that way reminds me of Randy Moss. Okay. And I'm I'm not playing like I was here when Randy Moss got drafted out of Marshall, and okay. he he got. He was kind of one of these guys who had an attitude, right? Big personality, freakish talent. Everybody knew the talent was off the charts. Everybody knew it was there. But, hey, can we market this guy? Is he going to be bad for the locker room? Is he going to be bad for the team? How is he going to fit in? All this stuff, you know, will he get in trouble off the field? All that stuff. And all these teams take that into account. And you just see him getting passed over, passed over, passed over, passed over. And then – and and and. He really wanted to play for the Cowboys. He was hoping the Cowboys would draft him. They passed him up. Vikings say, dude, let's go. This guy's awesome. We, we can work with this. And, um, and he turns out to be you know, one of the greatest NFL superstars of all time, Hall of Famer. And, and, and he, he used that. Like, you know what I'm saying? He used that like, all right, let's go. I'm going to show all these teams. And he remembered every team to a T who passed him over. He remembered every single team. And when he, whenever he played one of those teams, he would light them up. There was a game, there was a Thanksgiving Day game in, in Dallas, and he, that, was his, that was his moment to shine. And he, he just tore them apart. And he, just, and, he, and he didn't say anything. He just he let, the, he let the action speak for it. And I feel like that's kind of the way you came into this league, where it's just like, all right, all right, you guys passed on me. And even though I was way higher on the draft board than, than, than where I ended up, thank, thank goodness for Minnesota and T-Bulls Gaming that you did last that long. And, and, so, and what was also cool about it is that he developed this loyalty to Minnesota. He, like, he became really enamored with, hey, thank you for giving me this opportunity. I'm, I'm going to make it worth your while. Do you know what I'm saying? That's that's like it's funny you say that because I I've actually watched a documentary on um, on Randy Moss and growing up that's the only football jersey the '84 Purple Moss jersey the only jersey I ever had in my life huh. like until college. So my favorite and like greatest receiver that's is he's he's that's I mean that's even like even be compared to anything with Randy Moss name attached to it. It's like a blessing, but uh, no he's. It's it's I the the same things you said I I feel it like I the same thing he probably experienced and um and, and went through like I I felt that so it's it's you funny you bring it up because like I I remember like seeing a documentary and how he was shunned and how yeah. he was it was similar now I look at it it's very similar like I went to the draft and on my ticket my draft like my identification card it said top ten prospect. I fell right out of 10 and went 11. So it's it's just I mean so many l- little side stories that I that I could speak about that that go to that and every chance I get and every time I play one of those teams I take a shot at him. I take a shot at him. I take a shot. I, I just try to destroy him. So <laughs> I, I, I feel a lot where he's coming from. Well, you 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 do have a big personality, but but with that, you're also really marketable. I think you're really good for NBA 2K. I think you're exactly what they want. You know, you're not afraid to talk the trash. But the thing is, you're not just talking trash. You're backing it up. You know what I'm saying? If, if, if it was just the noise, you'd be people be over you. But but the, you're bringing it, and you're and and. You're making those around you better, and you're making the. I think you're making the product better. It was so fun to watch you this season. Seriously, I appreciate it. The day I want to before we get the whole Minnesota thing, um, that how he embraced Minnesota, and I was thinking that Minnesota was a flower of a state. I thought I was going to get to Minnesota, and it was just going to be cows and chickens everywhere. I'm just. I thought we was going to play 2K. Inside, Frozen chickens. And, and, yeah. <laughs> 
thought I was gonna play 2K in a barn somewhere. That's what I was thinking. And then I get to downtown Minneapolis, and I'm like, man, this is. I mean, I live downtown, and I'm, I'm, I'm been to Vegas, um, South Beach, uh, New York, Times Square, and to me, there's nothing like like downtown Minnesota. There's nothing like this to me. There's there's nothing in the world that's like downtown Minnesota. Like I actually love it for everything that like i've met so many different nationalities as far as asians nigerians somalians um it's just you know white black hispanic and and the thing to me that's like the the huge part to me is like they don't they don't care who you are like like it's more like a like it seems like to me everybody here is like family like everybody embrace everybody they they want you to be who you are no matter who you are, and we're going to accept that. So, and for me, like, like knowing some of my story, like I've, I've always, you know, it's, it's perfect fit for me. Like, and that's just one of them things to where it's just like, I never, I never would imagine that happening. It's just that's just that's just God to me. Like that's just that's it, it's just in His will for me to be a part of that. And I forgot the question before. No, it's and so NBA 2K. Yeah. I mean, here you guys go in your in your first season. You start three and six. This has been you know, we we talked about this. You guys have a coaching change. You lose one of your star players. You get together as a team. You say, all right, enough of this. And you go on an absolute run, winning streak all the way into the playoffs, win all the way into the championship. You beat the Philadelphia 76ers gaming team in, in, in a best of five, three to two, and now you're the champions. I mean, just, just A, how satisfying was that role? And and because there were ups and downs, do you know what I'm saying? It, it, Probably more satisfying, right? Is it makes it so much sweeter. It makes it so much sweeter knowing that we was one in six, and one of our best players, if not the best player, one of our star players we picked, he wanted a trade. He was, it's not going to work here. I don't think it's going to work. Basically, it's not a win winning organization. We made a trade and got Jay Money. Then we, you know, we with Jay Money coming to the team, he was actually I play point guard. He was actually a point guard coming in. So, you know, me wanting to be a good teammate and being the bad apple before, it was I, I let him play point guard. I don't, you know, whatever you want to do, I just want you to just feel welcome, feel accepted. And we went three and six, and Jay Money was like, you know, we're three and six, but hey, look, I, you, you, oh, you, I came in, and he was like, I didn't think you would allow me to, you know, take your role or whatever. And he was like, you have. He was like, but I, you know, I, I think we should try you back at point guard. And I, I think the ceiling is higher. I can play a different role. I, I can play different things. So from like three and six, that was like kind of a moment. And we, we took, we took a huge loss. It was up like 18 points. We took a loss with 18 points and was up with two minutes and like 32 minutes, 50 seconds. We was up 18. We lost that game. Hugest meltdown in NBA 2K league history. And and we just completely folded. I mean, this and we was three and five at the time. That made us three and six. If we'd have won that, would have been four and five. Been on the right path to change our whole season around. And that that loss right there probably that that stung everybody in the locker room. And from that point on, we realized like, and that team that beat us, the Cavs, Cleveland Cavaliers, we were losing. To, like we scrimmage a lot in practice. So we we was losing to the Cavaliers every scrimmage by 30, 40 points. And it's funny because the same way with the Sixers. We lose them 30, 40 points. We got on that stage and we was up 25. Hmm. And it was more so of like, it was like, man, we're up 25 on a team that kick our butt every day. And it's like, we kind of was like, let's run out the clock because we can beat them, we can beat them. And we ended up letting down our guard and they beat us. From that point on, we realized like any team that's that, that beat us, we can beat them. We were just up 25 against our worst matchup. So it was like we could we could string together a couple wins and, and we can get into the playoffs. You we just can't let up. We just got to win out. We can't let up. And we actually made the playoffs. Like it was – it was a seven-game stretch to make the playoffs. We was three and six. We went seven and seven and six to the end of the season, and then we played the Kings. It was an emotional game for me. To, they they had the number three draft pick. Um, it was an emotional series. They had the number three draft pick. They could have taken me, and they didn't. And felt good to beat them. Yeah, and then and then off and then it's off to the championship at that point. Or so was that was that was Paul first Portland round. after that, right? So well, the Portland game. Okay, so the. The Portland game, we was nine and six. The Portland game was the last a, game okay. of the regular season. Got it, got it, got so it. To, so to get inside of the playoffs, we had to beat the Portland Trailblazers. 
they they it's only 16 games in the season. They were 14 and one. This came down to the last game of the season. They had the MVP from last year and this year, and they lost the first game of the season and they had won 14 straight. So they were 14 and one. We had to play them and beat them just to make the playoffs. We would have lost. We would have been out the playoffs. And we hit a we hit a buzzer beater. To it was oh man, just thinking about it, it's crazy. We had a buzzer beater going to the playoffs, and the first round played the Kings. They passed up on me at three, and then. The second round played against the Warriors. The Warriors is the team passed on you twice. That passed on me twice. <laughs> so, so we played them in the second round. We swept them in two games, and we advanced and beat. That was our second team beating the playoffs. I think just talking trash that whole yeah. time. Oh man, it was sweet. It, yeah. it felt so good. Then, yeah. then we then we go into the Seventy Sixers, and so we was during the playoffs when we had to play the Kings. They we we scrimmaged against teams on the opposite side of the bracket from us. So we was in practice we were scrimmaged against the seventy six a lot because the guy one of their best players was similar to one of the best players on the Kings, so we figured the best sparring matchup would be the Sixers. Got it. They played us ten games. It was like I think the the the, the outcome ended up being like eight to two. They beat us eight times, they we beat them two. And the eight times they beat us they probably average combined points about 35. They were smoking you in the practice games. Smoking us. And, and then it came time for it, and yeah. it was a different story, so, right? But we had that experience already from the Cleveland Cavaliers that already beat us before. They smoke us in practice, but we just used that from I'm, – I'm huge on using past experiences to overcome, like, like present. Like, I'm, I'm huge on that. You, you hear me talk about it a lot. But so we, we kind of used that, and, and we played the Sixers. We, we went to – we went to five five games and and we ended up winning by like twenty points I think in game five. And congratulations and and a couple more things before we go because because I know you got to go but yeah, like um, you guys got a huge prize purse for for winning NBA two K championship right I mean what, we're talking a, a lot of money right yeah. like so they gave away and he ended up giving away like a over a million plus the whole year but the the, the playoffs they gave away a combined 720,000 so that was everybody and whoever won second place got 120,000 whoever won first place the team got 360,000 mm -hmm. so I mean where I'm from small town and in David County that's I mean, just that type of money is just you. You don't you don't hear about that. Like you don't hear about people winning that much money unless they win the lottery or something. So, um, this I had a lot of reasons to play that game. I had a I had a lot of reasons to play that game. And the, the crazy thing, Perk, is so much. It's so much that go into this story that it's just the is I I can't even speak on it. Like it, it's just so much to go into the story. Side note is the guy that that wanted out hood was one of the big reasons was um one of the big reasons was to his he had issues with his girlfriend you know it's you know a lot of stuff we, we're here six months out of the year and um it was the so i, I want to speak on this because once i like i, I was an honor to get the award and and um the, the mvp of the finals but the once when I, I said something during that speech but he was having like he had you know his girl problems he's you know he wanted out he wanted to go back to miami but this whole time i'm like man I get drafted, and people say, man, this, this is amazing. It's great. You get to go play video games for a living. But now you leave your family. If you have kids, you leave your kids. And for me, like, I had a girl that I thought would be, like, the like the woman of my dreams, you know. So I'm, like, I'm thinking I'm married to this girl when I get back home. It's, me and her ended up not dating anymore. We're not dating. It's, like, usually it's, like, man, I had people leave my life, and, I, you know, I'm just, so what? I thought I could deal with it. Then I'm, like, a week go past, two weeks go past, and I'm, like, man, like, this the girl that I love is gone. Like this mm. is so you, those things you just don't you don't think about really. Like um, it's, it's just so much that go into it, and I have so much appreciation now for whoever that that you know, whether it's troops or you know singers that tour, athletes that leave their family, or it's, it's I have so much respect there's for those guys. Such, there's so, such a sacrifice that athletes make and and if, even esports athletes obviously um that that a lot of people do not see you exactly. know what i'm saying and the, and the families make the sacrifices in a lot of ways too there's exactly. a it's a strain it is a it is a serious strain um i will i will ask you this where do you see esports going and 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 do you like for all those kids out there like you know what i'm saying like like get off the screen too much screen time where do where do you stand on all that and and 
do you see because you you balanced it you did the, you did the real basketball but you also did the 2k do you, is there such thing as too much screen time and where do you see esports going i know those are two dif- different questions so as far as esports in general um man it's it's about to be the next big thing i don't, I don't as far as esports in general as as gaming as a whole it's going to another level Everybody, I don't care if it's a game on your phone or you know a kid with an Xbox or PlayStation or plays a game on a computer. Everybody knows. Like, that's how you know it's becoming big. Like, everybody has a cell phone now. The youth, everybody is playing games. Like, is everybody plays games. As far as the 2K League, they started, it was, it was a startup. So, some of these games, they come on hot and, you know, when it, when the next hot thing come, it's not like 2K where it's 2K 18, 19, 20. Like Fortnite is just like a, it's just Fortnite. And then there might not be a part two to it, you know, so it's, it might phase out. So it's, um, it's, but more so like 2K is, is, is building up. And I think it's going to, I think it's going to just snowball effect. It's, it's going to, it's going to catch and it's going to start rolling. And to the kids, I would say, so I think esports is going to be huge, but it's, it's to the kids that, that play like, it's, I don't, if, if if it's a dream of yours, then um, chase it. So my thing is is chase it, and, and the biggest thing is, I'll, I always preach it, no matter what it is, is is self awareness as well. So realize how good you are. Don't just you know everybody in the world that plays basketball feel like they can make it to the NBA, um, and never you know never say yourself like short on dreams. But if if you know that you're the worst person in your community, um, don't don't give up hope on all your other dreams to, to chase this dream. But if you feel like you got a legitimate shot and it's a passion of yours, I never tell someone not to chase their dreams. But at the same time, like I, if if it's other things you do, like if you like sports, then I wouldn't play collegiate basketball. I got I got my bachelor's degree, and and then I pursued uh, professional uh, uh, esports. So it's that that's kind of my take. So it's like, but I I know I know stories of guys that are, you know that that. 18, 19, and and skipped out on college to to become a professional esports player. So it's it happens. But my thing is like, don't don't just quit everything. So have a plan B. Exactly. So my thing was, if you want it bad enough, is sacrifice. So you will always, if you want it bad enough, you'll sacrifice. So I was going to school and chasing the esports dream. I lost sleep. Anybody that wants to be successful in the world, you're going to have to sacrifice something. So don't tell me you want it bad enough and you're not willing to sacrifice. But if you're willing to stay up late and and you're willing to do your homework and and get A's and B's and pass your classes and and you're going to lose sleep and you want to pursue your dream, then that's that's my thing. Do it like it's hey, they might say, hey, get off the screen, Uh, stop playing, go to sleep. But if you're bringing home A's and B's, it's like. I'm chasing my dream. I'm sacrificing. Like, allow me, you know, allow me do my thing, and I'm and I'm I'm still gonna make you happy. My parents, quote unquote, make you happy by bringing in the right grades. I'm gonna show you that I can juggle both. But knowing, like, if you have to, if you wanna, if you wanna do it, there's gonna be some type of sacrifice. Bear to beast. Thank you so much, man, and congratulations. Keep it going. I, we're, we're 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 thrilled that you're part of the Minnesota sports scene, and uh, and want to see more more out of you in in the years to come here with T Wells Gaming, dude. Thanks I, so much. I appreciate it so much. This, this is a blessing. I mean, all this stuff is is just hitting me like a Mike Tyson punch right now. It's it's just, it's coming hard. So it's, I I appreciate everything, and I, I absolutely love the uh, I love Minnesota so much. And that wraps it up. Thank you so much for listening to Perk at Pod on zonecoverage.com. Be sure to follow them on all social media platforms. They're doing some amazing things here at this space. I'm telling you what, some really smart people up in this building for sure. And follow me on all social media platforms as well, if you will, uh, from Instagram to YouTube to Twitter, Facebook. You can usually find me at Perk at Play, one word. Find out what he'll say. Perk. Sometimes he's at play. Perk.